I think we gotta move to we have to Paul Schrader. Let's get on to Paul Schrader because it's a lot to we'll say. Promise about Paul that. <laughs> but we can segue because um, Paul Schrader, in a way, wrote the film that was considered one of the most sort of, I guess, was it considered radical taxi driver? Yeah. In this way, for the seventies, it was right. Yeah, it was such a hard, seemed like such a hard hitting film because it was just like we're looking into the mm-hmm. abyss we're living in right now. And you're all going to have to look mm-hmm. at it, too. But it was just like, ah, no, I seemed like and that. Of course, I even I even venerate Raging Bull even more. And he wrote that, too. So, you know, for a while, he had he had such an unassailable reputation. Of course, then he started directing films and it was, <laughs> it was hard to hang on to the rep if you watched many of his films, in my view, anyway. Um, but Oh, in my view, too. And I think none of them were successful. Why he keeps directing? Oh, I know. That's, I guess, always, again. You can always find someone <laughs> to, to finance it. <laughs> well, Affliction, yeah. I guess, you know, was very well received. But he's just done so many films that you've uh-huh. never heard of in your life. that You're just like, when was that? <laughs> you know, yeah, he's got a long list of films he's directed, even including in recent years. Fairly recent, anyway. I mean, in American, I mean uh, American Gigolo was a big success, I think. Oh, it was. I think All it right. was, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, but I think fairly <laughs> few and far between. He has an awful lot of films that didn't get a lot of traction. Yeah. 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 And for a screenwriter to have that kind of ability to direct and fail, but then to get to direct again, it's kind of sort of unique. I guess it's back to a bit like what Francis Coppola, I think he, you you mm-hmm. told me, you heard mm-hmm. him say or something like that, that if you make something successful, then you can fail for the next 30 years or 20 years oh, or something. Yeah, I, yeah, if they, if did you he, really succeed. I right? think that's for sure true. <laughs> I think, I, I think, I think it, if people I think like you, you if you can schmooze a certain crowd and they like you, you know, mm-hmm. you can get away with just murder. I mean, just as far as failing, 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 failing and always getting the next one bankrolled it's extraordinary some people it's so unforgiving one flop and they're out (laughs) for other people they go on forever just making unwatchable shit yeah yeah that's that's bizarre but anyway that's that's paul schrader and at the same time i don't know i find him kind of endearing i guess it's might be his his voice which is well you tell me because i I find him just hilarious and appalling so you tell the endearing side really i find him endearing i don't know okay my my thing because i discovered his facebook before you yeah (laughs) yeah my uh my kind of is uh attachment to his like sort of facebook presence and uh, him constantly writing this post Uh i kind of like how he has this voice that's very much like the voice he or whatever the style he has in his Mm -hmm. screenplays and seems like he has this like funny i don't know he's has this kind of like weird kind of confidence and he writes in the short sentences and he is very sure, kind of sure of himself and and all his opinions and um at the same time there he seems to be honest he doesn't seem to be like pulling punches he's like would openly uh embrace mike bloomberg in one post then he will trash hunters and jordan peele or like i don't know two hours later in the next post then he will say something about I don't know, mildly offensive to most followers of the Me Too scandals. And then he does, I don't know, basically it's not necessarily all consistent, but it, it feels like really kind of brain tap. He, he might be, it's because he's so old or also successful and famous that mm-hmm. he approaches his Facebook post as literally kind of like a short public diary. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to filter. So I find that probably that endearing. Yeah, exactly. right. Basically, you're doesn't, describing doesn't exactly, it all offend me. Yeah, you're describing exactly what appalls me. And maybe because I met some people. Uh, 
who are, okay. who are like okay, tell me why. in Hollywood. And, and it's exactly that. They've lived pampered lives. Okay. They've found so much success for uh-huh. such a long time that they, they literally uh-huh. think their, their shit doesn't stink. They think everything about them is so inherently right and good and, and praiseworthy. And plus, if you read the comments, oh my God, if you read the comments on this oh, yeah. post, Oh my God, 90% of them. You're so right, Paul. Brilliantly put, Paul. Oh, I, you said it better than I could have myself, Paul. Oh, it's so <laughs> sickening. But this is exactly the atmosphere that they live know. in. You know, with the occasional God, one trying okay. to argue with them. But yeah, oh, full of himself. Like the plummy, ridiculous. Like he literally have, has phrases like, I don't give a fig <laughs> I mean, he's just got these crazy, <laughs> but it's crazy, so funny. It's privileged so funny. Man, old man. Like, what do you go back to? You know, Regency England? I just he's, he's, And they're mixed in with more colloquial expressions. And you're just like, what is your life? He has one post about how he's he's had he's on his third Lexus and he's just crashed his Lexus. And he's starting to wonder, <laughs> can he go to another like a Toyota Camry? I forget. No, I don't know anything about cars, but like something that's 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 equally good, but not quite as high end and you're just like man he just has but isn't it great oh no, it's great in a but hilarious hilarious way because he's just completely has no sense of how he might he was shocked that so many people were mad about his bloomberg posts he's just like yeah you yeah. so he bugs you get over it so he's rich so what you know he loved him as mayor somebody <laughs> some little brave soul actually wrote good thing you weren't likely to be the subject of stop and frisk and he's just like whatever you know just his indifference because of real politic you know that's that's all you got to think about. i know oh I yeah know. he's but 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 wow. also his style the way he writes it's sort of like a bit you can see he's like a screenwriter. I don't know if he's a writer, but he's like a screenwriter. It's sort of like short and kind of like punch, like oh, yes. what do you call punchy? Very. I don't know. There's like it's, but it's funny, you know, the way he describes him uh, meeting my Mike Bloomberg and why he likes him. I mean, it's straight from like Taxi Driver. <laughs> uh, let, let me find it. I mean, not in the. It's, I'm not praising it, but it's oh, yeah, kind of hilarious. That. He said like. One. I think uh, something like, okay, let me find it. Uh, da, da, da. This guy, he's got there. Something like, this guy is smart. Something like, I met Mike. This guy is smart. He's got the right priorities. I like this guy. Yeah. That's how you write. Yeah, it's three, yeah. four, this <laughs> four sentences. And it's always a pronouncement but, um, like that from the mountaintop. Like the fount of all wisdom has spoken. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, watching the or, news. Or Let's he, see. Or yeah, but then... Uh, no, no, go ahead. Well, he go affects ahead. a very, you know, it doesn't affect, I'm sure it's true, this very jaded, worldlier-than-thou tone about everything. So, of course, he's completely undisturbed by by having known Harvey Weinstein and what Harvey Weinstein was. At one point, he says, of course, everyone knew he was a sexual gangster. And you're just like, really, man? Sexual gangster? Could you glamorize it anymore? He was this hideous toad <laughs> who, like, forced himself, you know, basically casting couch beyond beyond human belief outright rapes this isn't just harassment or anything but in just the list goes on and on of how many and how brutally and he's just like well you know it's always been kind of he talks about like it it's always been the divine right of kings and studio heads since time began so you know what are we getting all excited about is the whole tone yeah, he's really a piece of work. I know, but that's but I bet he's channeling something again because he doesn't filter he's old and famous and successful mm. and untouchable in a way. I, he's channeling I, I bet a lot of what people think in his cohort in Hollywood oh, but cannot say at but, this point. Well, won't say but he right? will say. 
Yes, that's absolutely right. Yeah, but he will say, so I kind of, I kind of like that because how would I know what they think unless I have this Paul Schrader with public <laughs> Facebook to follow? Because again, I bet for in this, and he's very active in the comment section. He engages with everyone. I kind of like it. So mm-hmm. basically, I think if you like comment, he'll probably respond to you. For instance, he's one of his arguments um, about this basically Weinstein related case and the rapes and all that. He says, the history of humankind for thousands of years <laughs> has been the history of male prerogative. Uh, could it have been different before the premise of Rayan Esler's, I don't know, some book, The Chalice and the Blade? Possibly. The king, the lord of the manure, selected pubescent girls as part of their prerogative. Compared to the casting couch, it was an improvement. Oh, no. Compared to that, the casting couch was an improvement. So that, I mean, that's kind of how he writes. And I think people like kind of immensely support supporting on his Facebook of that. And, you know, I don't know, like when you think historically, I guess, you know, he's not completely untrue well no it isn't but you just want to say well no duh buddy (laughs) like who doesn't know Mm -hmm. that sexual predator was certainly made really easy through most of human history absolutely Mm -hmm. but it's that it's that tone of like we sophisticates get it (laughs) it's always been that way and it was better that for them, you know, it's better for them, you know, in, on the casting couch than it will really is, is an inability to identify with anyone who might ever be vulnerable is like incredible. Like no sense of like what that experience, he can't, he can't be on that side because yeah. he's on the side. Of- yeah, but also he's openly comparing in a way, he doesn't say it, but that's what comes out of it. He basically saying the actresses or aspiring actresses or whatever the hell, <laughs> the basically peasant girls on the menu yeah. of the king who's what, who, Harry Weinstein and him. And he even compliments I mean, it, some, some of the stars of yesteryear who, who a few smart wannabes, this is a quote, used, mm-hmm. used this to their advantage. Barbara Stanwyck and Joan Crawford. But most were discarded. You know, he, so he's just like, so if you were smart. Oh, wait. And others, and others became Melania Trump. <laughs> and others became Melania Trump. That. Exactly. 